All right. Welcome to another uh, podcast from Grow Hayes. Um, we have a special guest here today. Uh, we always have the special guest, Doug Williams, Executive Director of uh, Grow Hayes. And today we have Kylie Rupp from Body and Soul Day Spa. How are you today? Pretty good. Good. Can't you know, uh, I was uh, uh, I was on your Facebook. Oh, boy. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> Chris is a real day spa kind of guy. That's right. <laughs> <Here> so. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't help but to, uh, I, I saw something you shared within the day, and it says, strong women never give up. We might need a coffee, a cry, or even a day in bed, but we always come back stronger. Yes. You've got to, you're going to have to explain this to us. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. I... I truly feel like a lot of times as women, we're kind of taught, you know, you you don't speak up, you kind of, you're conditioned to just kind of sit back on the sidelines. And I think sometimes when you are strong or when you do take big leaps, a lot of times it's like you have this fear of failure, this fear of success. And then you know, you have these moments where everything you've worked for starts happening for you and it's kind of scary, but you, you do, then you get kicked down and it's like, okay, how do we reset? You go grab some coffee, you drive around the block a few times and cry and come back and be better than ever. Does it, when you, when you, when you say, you know, and obviously this isn't something you wrote, but right. um, when, when it says come back stronger, what, what exactly, <laughs> what is that? What is coming back stronger? I mean, what if, yeah, what is it? You know, I always think back to this moment in my life where I thought I was at my highest high. I was managing an amazing salon and spa in Phoenix, and I thought I was untouchable, and... I got fired and it was one of those moments where it was like, oh my gosh. And at the time I thought, how am I ever going to recover from this? Nobody's going to want to hire me now. And, um, really was a life changing moment for me of like, holy cow, you always have to continue to reinvest in yourself and, um, education and all of that. And, um, I mean, look where I'm at now. It's like I, you know, and the lady that ended up firing me actually is now one of my best mentors. And um, I hire her twice a year to come and do a private team retreat with my team at the spa. And um, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I think back, if I didn't have that moment of getting completely kicked down, would I? it, it humbled me a lot. So... Well, that's that's actually interesting that you hire her to come back. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would think a lot of people would be pretty upset and be like, "Well, mm-hmm. damn you!" Yeah, I mean, it took a, a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the next day? Yeah, no, no, wasn't the next day. I mean, it was definitely after a lot of um, personal development and just realizing that I needed to be fired. I needed to be knocked down a little bit to to teach me some life lessons. And yeah, like I said, now she, we just spent a weekend in Kansas City with her, with my whole team, and she's coming back in August. And yeah, I respect her a lot and realize she, I have a lot to learn from her. That's, uh, I think that's interesting. Uh, Doug, have you ever been kicked down like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
I gave a talk uh, last month or earlier this month that uh, the university and uh, fraternity down there invited me down to talk. And I think they thought I was going to talk about economic development <laughs> and housing and all that kind of stuff. And my topic was failure. Oh. Because I can assure you, nobody's more qualified to know about failure than me. <laughs> but uh, I've learned so much more from my failures than I ever learned from my successes. And I think we live in a society today that doesn't allow people to fail. Uh, you know, we, we try and give everybody a trophy for participation. We, we, we view failure as the worst thing that could ever happen, and it, it really is not. It's a learning experience, and we come through. If, if you find out what you're made of, and, and you should come out stronger. And I know, Chris, you've had your experiences with yeah. that as well. Yeah, I think, and, and, and I agree. I think you do learn a lot about yourself. Uh, I, I think it's you know, they say it's not when you get knocked down, it's, you know, how you get back up. And, and how, how, you know, when you look back on that, Kylie, and now, how, how do you, um, have you had to fire anybody? I have. And, and how did that play in on that process? Of course, letting somebody go is never fun. Right. But I've, I've really come to the terms with, and it's taken me a long time to be okay that, not everybody's a good fit for each other, and that's okay. But it took me a really long time to get to that point where I wanted everybody to work out. I wanted everybody to be a good fit for my business, and sometimes that's not the case, and it's taken me a long time to realize it's okay to to part ways and to to wish them well and help them spread their wings elsewhere. You, you also... Um um, well, let me ask you this question first, because when we talk about body and soul day spa, like, have you, did you, did you always want to do that kind of stuff or, or? I did. I, I knew probably from like my senior year of high school that I wanted to go on to cosmetology school. It was something I really, really wanted to do. Um, I went to cosmetology school, worked in a salon for probably two or three years and then went back to get my uh, business management degree. Cause I was really interested in the business side of it. Um, but yeah, something an industry that I absolutely love, an industry that I, I'm very passionate about and I feel like is very underserved in a lot of areas. And I'm so happy to kind of change that perception for our industry, even here in rural Kansas. How has, uh, how has your business management degree um, treated you? I mean, how... How's it played a role? Did it play a role? What are some maybe positives and negatives? I, I definitely learned a lot. There's a few classes I wish I would have paid attention <laughs> more in. <laughs> you know, when you think like, why am I ever going to need to build an Excel spreadsheet? And now it's like, oh man, I wish I, wish I would have learned more. But um, it was very helpful. I definitely feel like I learned so much from just experience being around other people, other people teaching me and I would be completely lost without other people sharing their knowledge with me or having that group of people to call and say, hey, how how do I do this? Or, yeah, I want to buy a business. Where do I go? Who do I call? I need help with my Excel sheet. You know, just really learning to find those resources and reach out to them. How, how do you... Um you, you actually took uh, another big leap and, and purchased your own building and now you have your own space and like that, that's all in. Yeah, absolutely. There's times I sit back and I think like, 
was I doing? But at the same time, I've never, I've never questioned if it was the right decision. I know for a fact it was the best thing for myself, for my company, for my team, my family. It's, it's one of those, you jump in and of course you have those moments of, what did I, what did I just sign up for? But at the same time, you just, you know, we talk a lot about that gut feeling. And I mean, I got told no many, many times going up to, to buy the business and, you know, don't do it. And, but I just, I knew, I knew it was something bigger. Doug, how do you juggle like, you know, we, you know, we have a business owners renting and then you, you know, that idea between renting and owning, you know, it's a lot of times it's always better to own and not, and not always it's sometimes you're better to rent. Well, it, there is a difference. I mean, sometimes, yeah, it's great to own. You build equity and you control your own destiny. You make improvements to the property and you theoretically get those back. Uh, but I've seen lots of situations where a business, maybe your business changes and has to relocate because of physical growth or what have you. So you'd have been better off to have rented in those cases. So it, it can go both ways. It just depends on the individual situation. I think Kylie got enough space to do what she wants to do. Uh, I don't know that she'll run out of space. She may be out of space right now, but uh, <laughs> right. <clears throat> you know, hopefully at that point in time, the next door neighbor's got their place for sale <laughs> yeah. or something like that, and you can expand into that space. Yeah. Do you, uh, you know, as, as being a woman, as being a young woman in business for yourself, like how do you, how do you find the, I mean, it takes courage to do that. How do you, where, where, how, how do you answer that question first? Where, where's the courage come from? I guess I've always just been somebody that has been really comfortable with going with my gut and doing, doing what I feel is best for myself and really just not being afraid, I guess, to just take the leap to do it and, as Doug said earlier, sometimes you're going to fail and I've learned to be okay with that. But realizing that the the reward is so much better than the risk and really just finding that great group of mentors and other, other women that have done it and that have balanced it. I just shouldn't say balance because I don't, I don't think that's a real thing is <laughs> balance, right. but um, just yeah, finding an amazing group of mentors and just and just doing it and not necessarily paying attention to what everybody around me is doing, mm. but so, what's best for our situation. Uh, I think that's very hard to do, though, is keep your head down and not get distracted by all the other, you know, there's other businesses in town doing Absolutely. what you do. So um, to keep your head down and do what you do best, what kind of boss are you? I think I'm a really fun boss. <laughs> I do. I feel like I'm very... We, we celebrate often. We, you know, every week we have big, we call them team celebrations on Friday mornings where we get together, we, we debrief the week previously, you know, what worked for us, what didn't work for us, what can we shift, what can we celebrate? And I think that's, I would consider myself a very involved boss where I want to make sure they're getting what they need and, um, but also I feel like I'm very understanding and very compassionate when, when I need to be. Um, and you're obviously, uh, you mentioned earlier, you could fire someone. So you're capable of putting your foot down. Yeah. Boundaries. Oh, ah, 
Oh. Got to have boundaries. Again, another thing that took me a very long time to, <laughs> to realize the importance of, but, um, but it feels good. Yeah. When you get to that point of saying, these are our company standards and really takes the, um, takes the personalization out of it, takes a lot of the emotions out. It's mm. just, these are our company standards. These are what we've all agreed to. Here they are. That's pretty cool. Do you, um, so, so let's say that you have a, uh, younger than you lady come in and she's working for you and her aspirations are to be you. Mm-hmm. How, how cool. is that? Is that, Oh, is that, it's yeah. not threatening. No. Cause they may take everything you're teaching them and mm-hmm. go down the road and recreate what you've created. Of course that part's a little scary of, <laughs> you know, yeah, if they go right across the street and open up the same business, but I, I truly believe there's more than enough for everybody. I really do. That's that's pretty cool. Um, how, how do you stay current, whether it's business or um, the the business of you know day spa? I mean, how do you, how do you stay current because you're busy? Yeah, you're busy. You have a life and a full time business. Mm-hmm. Education is is huge, and it's a big part of our company culture is to always be continuously growing personally, professionally. And we do a lot of education events as a team. We really encourage them to do stuff on their own. They have continued education hour requirements. And so um, I feel like always staying hungry for education. Mm. And I love, love, love learning. Is, um, what, what would you say that would be your plateau where you can say I'm successful? Like, is there, is there a mark on the wall that you have set that you're like, when I hit that, I'm successful? Not necessarily. I think she has. Explain. I th- <clears throat> well, I, I, she's managed that business. She's oh, bought that gotcha. business. She's gotten to a new building. She's, she's kept it going now for, I don't know how long, several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a good staff. She's got a good reputation in the community. I, right. I think she's hit that mark of being successful. It's just now it's just a matter of well, how successful and what you consider success. Well, and I think that's my question because uh, I'm going to throw something out there. I think I remember uh, in our entrepreneur class, you looked at me and you said that uh, the day I have goats, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I knew that was going to get brought up. <laughs> all about gonna, the animals. It's all about the animals, yeah. yeah I, if I remember, I, I, you, you looked and you kind of said, well, when I have goats, I will, I will be successful. Yes. What, I <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's an interesting thing because I've, I've thought of that myself is what, what's my, not end point, but what, right. like you said, what does success mean? And I think just... Um, it's a really cool, but a really scary feeling. And I do, I feel like sometimes the fear of success is just as great as the fear of failure. And, um, that's interesting. Yeah. It's one of those where you get to this point, like Doug said, it's, we have our own building. I have an amazing team of people. How do you not screw it up? You get this fear of like, everything's going so well, I don't want to mess it up. And um, 
but heck yeah, I would love to have some goats <laughs> and some ducks. And I could have brought you four of them because I had to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think that's funny how when you're on one side looking at somebody else, you know, I've yeah. always done that too. You look at somebody, oh, gosh, I just, I, that's the plateau of success right there. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think you said one thing and it's that staying hungry. Mm-hmm. It's kind of your drive to you know, uh, is there, is there a difference today getting up in the morning between, you know, five years ago to today? I mean, how does that, what's your, what's good, what thoughts go through your head in the mornings? It's a big responsibility when, I mean, I have about 12 employees and, and a family. I mean, I have three kids and a husband and that's, it is, it's a lot of pressure, but, but the right kind of pressure, Mm. you know, there's, there's a difference between good and bad pressure. And I feel like right now I'm under a lot of really good pressure and um, knowing that I'm responsible for all those people's livelihoods is, is motivating and just truly knowing like what we have to offer the community. And, you know, our business is purely a want for people. Nobody has to come to our, our Mm. business. And that's a huge honor to me that people choose to come spend their money with us. And I just keep thinking, how can we, how can we continue to improve? So I want to bring up the same thing I always bring up, Doug, and that's succession planning. Should she be thinking about down the road? I mean, she's pretty (laughs) young, but should she be thinking, I mean, where, where does this all go? Sure. She should be thinking that And, and not necessarily just down the road. We've talked about it before, but things happen, right? You know, you don't know, you know, nobody's promised tomorrow. And so, you know, what, what happens if uh, Kylie can't come to work tomorrow? What happens? There ought to be some plan in place as to how those 12 employees don't have to worry about going to a different mm-hmm. spa or finding a different mm-hmm. place to work. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she needs one. Have you been thinking about that at all? You know, I hear you guys ask people that on the podcast, and I thought, oh, my gosh, like, what, what would I say? But it is, it's a really, it's a very valid question, and it's, kind of a scary one in a way I mean I watch my parents are at that point in their business where they're about ready to retire and I think they're kind of at that point of thinking man what do we what do we do and um I I don't know yet what I'm gonna do I mean I would absolutely love to be able to let somebody else take the reins eventually and um continue it going for many many years but yeah it's a very good thing of I guess I just don't even know where to start or how do you start thinking about something like that? Well, and that's where you start. You, you start mm-hmm. thinking about it and you mm-hmm. start, cause you, you've got a large investment, you've got a large asset there. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, as I said, it's not just about retirement or when you sell out for $10 right. million, it's about what happens if something happens and, and tomorrow I can't come to work anymore. Right. Uh, wh- how do, how does that business keep going? How does that, business gets sold or we find a new owner or a manager those are things that need to be thought about at some point in time and I get you can't spend all your time thinking about that but you need to spend some time thinking about it that's good stuff okay um uh, maybe not my last question my (laughs) second to last question um give um give a young lady out there um advice I say go for it find some whatever it is that you love and you're passionate about, I say go for it. And don't be scared. That's cool. 
Now my, my last question before we wrap up. Um, so, um, you, you, you have the key to the building over there on the table and you go down there and you put that key in what crosses your mind. Mm. Just very humbled and mm. surreal. There's times when you really step back and it's like, you forget sometimes you get so busy doing, doing, doing that you forget about just being and taking it in. And I think it's just such a cool feeling. That is good stuff. That's all I can tell you. Well, another podcast, we wrap up with Kylie Rip from Body and Soul Day Spa and the uh, ever knowledgeable Doug Williams, the executive director, and myself, Chris Munch. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>